0: Welcome to the Classroom Brew podcast. The teacher podcast. It's a little bit like Drunk History. But wait, do you guys actually drink while you record episodes? Yeah. Actually, Welcome back to Classroom Brew. This is episode one hundred and nine. If you haven't already, make sure rate and review whatever app you're listening in. That really does help out the show. Uh, we actually, from last week when we, or maybe it was two weeks ago when we, when I tasked some of the listeners with hitting a rating review on on the podcast itself, uh, we actually did get one, We got a couple of reviews, but we or uh, ratings, but only uh, one re- little review, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, this one is from. Hip Hop Girly, uh, it says uh, five stars. This podcast uh, is the best way to start my day. Today's episode was hilarious. That's the free lunch program, my guy. I oh, was episode one hundred and eight. Uh, said I died and had a few of the crying, laughing emojis. So, uh, Hip Hop Girly, whoever you are, appreciate the uh, the rating and the support, and uh, hopefully we uh, don't disappoint for whatever you're uh, listening to to uh, today to start your day. Um, for this week, it's, it's weird because I've noticed that sometimes I I feel like I'm more of a a time cop than anything. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm very like down to business. I've got a plan in mind. Let's, let's make it. And I can't stand when I'm just inundated with all this extra stuff when I'm like kind of getting in the zone. And most of the time it's not even the kids in the room. It's the adults in the building. Uh, that it's like, I don't have, I don't have time, dude. I'm a time cop. I have stuff that I've got. I've got things on a schedule right here, and you're messing with that schedule. Like if I want to spend two minutes on something and you want to talk about it as an adult for five, don't have time. I'm a time cop. Let's move on. Um, so I don't know. If, if people have also, you know, I've talked a little bit about patience in here and how I, I don't really have any left for adults because I use it all up on uh, during the day when I'm trying to be very patient with with students. Uh, but is anyone else getting, maybe if someone has a co-teacher, for example, uh, where that's that's the case, it's something that I'm trying to figure out still. Um, admittedly, I'm probably not the best person to co-teach with uh, because I'm used to not having a co-teacher. And uh, for a duration of time, I, I had a sub, long-term subs uh, that just kind of rotated because my co-teacher uh, moved on last year, uh, midway through the year. So I was so used to, yeah, I'm just not going to have a co-teacher. And so uh, I'm trying to figure out how can I actually be a co-teacher? Because um, honestly probably not very, very good at it. And uh, the thing about uh, last week's episode with, oh, I like the other mic stand better. The thing about last week's episode when I, I started, I got on a rant and somehow I, I landed on the potential for having a therapy dog in my classroom. Like a co-teaching dog, essentially, and I'm actually, I'm truly doing a lot of, a lot of research on that. It started just by, you know, I remembered a, a Facebook post and I went back to it from my kindergarten teacher, and then it, it kind of escalated from there. And I, it, it's something that I'm truly, I'm looking into the grants and uh, there's insurance things to look into. Uh, there's different programs that offer the training, but the training costs a different amount of money, and it depends on where you go and. Mm-hmm the different requirements for a, th- a therapy dog versus a service dog. And I'm really just trying to make sure that it's a, a situation that I would want to work in every single day. Ideally, I've, I've kind of come up with this. I want it to be like a three to four periods a day where uh, the dog would be with me all day, every day, but there would also be an area for he or she to decompress and my prep periods would be their prep periods for whatever reason. Um, if I thought that a class would not be well suited for him or her to be out and about, um, that dog would not be out and about, obviously. Um, <clears throat> I'm not saying that this should be like a like a class pet situation where it's like you have to earn time, but uh, there also should be some instances where it's like, all right, you guys are clearly not uh, meeting expectations today. We are not going to have some puppy time. Uh, but I do want it to like I've done a lot of research on, like, there's literacy assisting dogs. You can Google that in the city of Chicago. Um, obviously, uh, service animals, and that that's very common for, like, therapy animals to be in hospitals and schools and things like that. But not a whole lot that's long-term. So I'm essentially just recreating, not recreate. well, maybe, I guess, I don't know, writing something that's never truly been done before. And uh, so if you if you are listening to this and you have any experience or any thoughts, anything like that, uh, truly reach out uh, classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on social media. Uh, truly becoming a student of this whole therapy dog thing and trying to find the best avenue. Um, that also includes making sure that my building, uh, which will allow me uh, two cats in my lease. Um, we obviously don't we don't have any animals right now. But finding a way to make sure that a therapy dog that's not for me, but for my job, for the sake of the students would also be cleared because there are certain uh, certain exemptions for people that with a service or therapy animal, uh, even if their lease says uh, that you cannot have an animal. So that's where I'm at. It's it's truly something that I'm actually taking pretty seriously. Um, so yeah, I guess, and I guess the other thing too about, it, I, I thought about, I wrote this down too because I had a moment where I thought I could almost go into a bit right now with this person. I'm all about time and uh, using it wisely. And for for some reason, usually if I see somebody that's walking swiftly, I think, all right, back off. They got some stuff going on. And for some reason, when people see me walking swiftly, I'm talking about adults, by the way. Students, fine. Yeah, stop me. If you got a question, stop me. Cool. But adults, you see me walking swiftly and you decide, I want to talk to this person for a duration of time. didn't you see me walking swiftly you know what it means when i'm walking swiftly it means i've got no duration of time for you and how might you pick up on that you might ask me well if you notice i was walking swiftly i don't have time and granted i'm not trying to sound like i'm being an asshole but there's there's a fine line between like a quick little conversation with something and it's always the people that you don't know very well of course because if it's someone that you know very well, you can be like, hey, let's talk later, right? But it's always the person that, like, they decide, this is the time I want to connect with this person. Like, we've never talked before for more than two minutes. But right now, let's make it a dozen. And you're like, Look, did you see me walking swiftly? Does no one have aware? Do, do you have a prep right now? What's going on? Any concerns for, for, for your time, my time, anything like that? Any awareness? So the, I don't know what's going on with the the adults lately. I know we're all kind of stressed out because we have got a, a strike. That's well today's when this episode comes out. It'll be it'll be Thursday, but for me it's going to be tomorrow. We'll be on the the picket lines, but I can go into that more a little bit later, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I I can't tell if I'm just losing all patience altogether. But it, it's all about this whole like if I'm in the zone or if I'm you know swiftly walking to do something for some reason that becomes an indicator of people to bother me with stuff that doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Um, when I was, when I was actually this, I traveled this past weekend, um, went to Michigan and I had this moment too, where I'm sure the person thought like this guy, there's something wrong with this guy. Um, but I, I wouldn't, I, I had to catch the Brown line to uh, the Metro line at LaSalle so I could get the the Rock Island line down to uh, the south suburbs. And, uh, it was very like bang, bang with it, like the timing of like getting home from work and parking my car and getting my backpack from my apartment and then uh, going to the brown line and catching the right brown line to the train, all that stuff. And I guess during that time, even though I taught that day, so using my voice, things like that, and obviously I, I use my voice when I when I podcast. Uh, but every so often when i start uh my morning or maybe i start an episode and it maybe it's a a day off from work or something like that or a weekend sometimes my throat will double clutch and so apparently, <laughs> apparently the the short amount of time between when i was working and teaching and talking and when i was on on the uh the CTA and then uh getting ready to get on the the metro train once i got there <laughs> i there's there's a little hot dog stand at like the uh the LaSalle Street station and for some reason, I went to, like, thank the person for, like, I don't know, I, I guess I, I already, and I ordered, too. That's the thing. I ordered the, I got a hot dog and a drink and some chips or something like that. I ordered and I was fine. For some reason, my throat, like, double clutched when I when I had to interact with the person that was handing out the food after he paid for it. <laughs> she must have thought, like, I mean, is this boy, like, starved or something like that? Like, why is he, like, this is, like, the greatest meal that he's ever going to get. Like, how, why did my throat double cl- clutch? I was using it all day. I wasn't dehydrated had a bottle of water on me at the time too um i know i was i I think i was sick uh about a day after that for sure but it's not like i was feeling the side effects yet so it was it's the weirdest thing ever i was like i've been using my voice what's going on this isn't like middle school when you wake up at you know 9 a.m for your first class because obviously that's when they're going to start class in middle school instead of high school even though it should be backwards uh where the high schoolers start later than the middle schoolers and elementary schoolers but uh, sometimes i would start class as a student and uh, my throat would double clutch. And I'd be like, like it'd be time to like you get cold called by a teacher. And they'd be like, Ryan, what's the answer to number four? And you're like, it's <coughs> forty-five. Like, why isn't my voice working? What's well, not like at one point I even thought, like, I gotta start warming up. I gotta start talking, you know, something like that on my walk to school or on my bike ride to school. Looks like that crazy guy. So I don't double clutch an English class. Oh wow, I remember that my first class was English in seventh grade. Wild. I also had the thing where, you know, when it's really quiet in a room and your stomach, like, growls as loud as it can. Like, this is a good time for me to interject. You are like, shut the fuck up. Um, That was me because I would, you know, you don't have time. Like, in the movies when the the kids are getting ready for school and they, like, stop off at their favorite cafe and they hang out and they're like, hey, Mrs. Smith. And they're, like, chilling in the, uh, the kitchen and stuff like that while they're getting ready. for Like, no, that's not how it works. No one's up that early. And if it is that early... So they have time to do like 18 errands and get coffee and hang out with their friends at their house first before they go to school like in the movies. It wouldn't be light outside. It'd be dark. Anyways, um, man, that's the one. I mean, I love, don't get me wrong, I love having like central air and central heat instead of what we had at our old place. But sometimes it's a real, like I just had to stop. I had to hit pause just because it was, the, the heat turned on and it was picking up on the microphone. It's driving me insane. Have to find some sort of solution for that one. Aside from having to hire an expensive audio engineer or something like that, but which, by the way, on trains, how do they how do they know when they check your ticket? They just check mine on an app, the Ventra app. How do they know not to come over to me and check my ticket later? Like, does that guy have that good of a memory? Like, there could be a lot of us on the train, and I don't understand how your is like. Oh yeah, I checked that guy at seven forty four p.m., so he's good. I don't have to check him until. 9 55 p.m. to make sure he's in the right zone like how do you, how do they know that it drives me insane like i just i don't understand it like it much better memory than i do i gotta write stuff down i don't see them write stuff down like when the waiters don't write stuff down you're like you sure you don't want to write it down and Like, no i got it i got it right here like that ellen bit uh and there's always a mistake for sure but yeah so we have our our first um day of striking It's going to be on Thursday. Classes were called off today by the mayor of Chicago. And so it's officially on, or as the students like to say, it's officially off because that's exactly where classrooms went, right? As soon as that announcement came out, nothing really got done. And, um, you know, it it reminds me of like a week ago, this happened. This is like right after I recorded. And so I wrote this down. I got one of those like little, maybe it was two weeks ago. Oh, wow. I got one of those little school zone uh, speed limit warning things. Like it didn't get anything. It was just a warning. And it was like one of those cameras or something like that. And it was a 30 mile per hour zone. But obviously when there's school, it's 20 miles per hour when students are present. And honestly, when I got it, I was like, you gotta be kidding. Like look at the timestamp on this. Like if, if this ever went to court, now granted it was a warning, didn't amount to anything, wasn't anything, just a warning saying, Hey, next time watch your speed. And, um, I took offense to this. Uh, one because, like, well, let's just let's just say this went to court. The first thing I would say is, well, Your Honor, if you look at the timestamp, if a CPS student was walking near a school at 6 a.m., like, I'm just happy if they make it by 9 a.m. to their second or third period. You think they're going to be there around 6:30 a.m.? That's not happening. First period's not till 8 a.m. And if you think that you know, you're, if you're telling me that they are going to be present around that time, just look at the picture. There's not a single body, not a single human in the photo where you can see my car and the street and all that stuff. And it wasn't time. Like, obviously, so it wasn't the a speed that wasn't really an issue, but there was no one there. It was, it's, it's, still, it's still, wow, English, it still should have been that 30 miles per hour limit, not the 20 mile per hour uh, speed limit, because no one's there. And I guarantee you, none of my students are in that area. Um, none of them are waking up that early. <laughs> Uh, so I guess it's kind of the, um, I guess as Devin Siebold and Mike Lee would say, it's uh, the tiers of the school zone speed limits. So that was annoying. But for the, for the strike itself, for the picketing, the work stoppage is officially on, and that put a damper on the football season. We've got two wins in a row now, which is fantastic, considering we didn't have a single win last year, and now we've got uh, – like a huge monumental first two wins and like years for the school and the the program and now we lost that momentum so normally I get to work at about 7 15 7 30 or so and now I've got to show up at the school at 6 30 uh, to pick it so thank you for that mayor lightfoot um there, there's there's a whole lot of issues the reasons why and i guess the the thing that's really confusing me is why some people don't seem to understand that this is Truly, the, the purpose of the teachers' union fighting for a better contract is that it's all the things that are related to students. It's not just that we're looking for more money. There's there's truly things that like we're looking for to benefit students. Like, oh yeah, we only have one nurse for six schools that come maybe once or twice a month? That's a problem. That's not happening anywhere else. And now the fact that we have to argue over that we're already, we're already chasing these other school districts and things like that that are way ahead of CPS. And now we're going to be behind by God knows how long because they want to argue about the stuff that we're already delinquent on and behind on compared to those other districts. Like, did you think about this beforehand? For example, my, my AP kids, the the AP exam is in May. And most schools, they start in August, mid-August, early August, whatever it is. We don't start until the second week, first or second week of September, so we're already a month behind all the other schools, which isn't normally a problem, except for the fact that we have less time to prepare for the same exact test. And it's essentially, it's not a bell curve, but for the AP exam, I think I've talked about this before, the high score for the cohort of kids that took the AP exam during that time frame, that six-month or 12-month time frame, whatever, that sets the standard. So if you have you know, Billy Bob at some selective enrollment you know, schools somewhere in Washington, DC, and he gets an absolutely perfect score, and then you have somebody on the south side of Chicago that doesn't do so hot, that impacts their score even worse. Now if the the higher score was someone that didn't like if it's someone that got like maybe they only got eighty percent of them correct, then that gets the perfect five and everybody else files in after that. I guess it is kinda like a curve, whatever. So the the, the problem is that we are already behind by a month and now we're going to be out of school for a duration of time. So we're just losing even more time, which by the way, we still are behind and I'm still trying to get caught up on the the AP stuff. And I guess by caught up, I mean, just I'm on track for what my curriculum was last year. I know it'll work out, but the whole time I'm thinking in the back of my mind, like these kids are already competing and they don't even realize it, even though we talk about it all the time. So I was like, yeah, actually you guys do need to bring your your books home, your AP books home. What I had to do was I had to set because I'm not sure if I'm gonna have access to my my school email and all that. I had to set little like scheduled announcements on Google Classroom to be like, "Hey, sorry, the strike's still going on." I wrote this obviously, you know, I don't know if it's gonna happen or not. If it doesn't happen or not for that long, I'll delete that post. But what you should be doing right now, guys, is unit blank in on page blank and take notes on pages blank through blank like stuff like that because we, we can't lose any more any more time. So that's a stressful thing, I guess, but uh, I don't know hopefully the the strike doesn't last too long i'm I'm certainly no expert on the issues at hand. Um, th- happy to talk to you about it if you want to reach out. Uh, truly do not know a whole lot about it. Um, but I hope it I hope it does work out soon. I've been telling all my kids, like, be safe, make wise choices. Um, you know, hopefully I see you guys pretty soon all that kind of stuff. And, and yeah, I guess this is giving me time to do a little more research into, into, uh, therapy dogs. So, which reminds me, I want to give a, a shout out. Uh, I posted on my story, uh, something, uh some stuff about, uh, different therapy dog breeds and, uh, things like that to kind of get people's understanding if they have any experience or expertise. Uh, and Ursula Ferguson, uh, smiling, darling 23 on Instagram, uh, was really nice. She, she offered a whole lot of her own insights on what she's seen in the past and things like that um you guys seem to have uh, some preferences on on breeds and things like that uh, but ursula really she took the time and we, we kind of chatted for a little bit uh, on instagram about uh, different things that might be able to happen with a therapy dog and what's happened in the past and uh it was cool it's i, I really like when people reach out on the podcast uh, on social media and via email and that's awesome uh, but that was that was very helpful she kind of joking was like, sorry, I couldn't help that much, but it it, it truly was, uh, helpful to kind of hear somebody else's input. And, uh, it was was very validating. So that'll kind of help me out with the the leads that I've been pursuing with this whole therapy dog idea that I have. Um, yeah, so that's, that's where we're, uh, that's where we're at. So if you are curious about anything, any updates, stuff like that, you can always reach me at com. Like I said, or uh, you can reach us on social media. It's just Classroom Brew uh, with a little ad symbol beforehand. Uh, so by the time you this episode comes out, I'm on my way to work, to go stand on the picket lines. I guess I got to wear some red to show solidarity with the Chicago Teachers Union and uh, any other unions that may have to strike for an equally, hopefully, fair contract moving forward. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, good luck with your school zone speed limits and your time cop issues or people seem to always think you know what this is a great time to interject and get them out of their groove Uh, but thanks again for all the support and until next week class dismissed